watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today. I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Hello everybody and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson. I'm your host. Across from me on the other couch is Wayne, the hat trick Wizzy. And that's the other co-host, or the co-host I should say, of the show. He hasn't said anything yet. We're waiting. I didn't know I was supposed to say something. You don't know how to follow cues, do you? What cues? Anywho. I'm socially awkward. <laughs> I'm socially awkward. <laughs> Um, today is TV news and other goodies that we have for you, and not to mention the fact that we are entertainment exchange. That means we break down movies, TV, sports, culture, social media, music, gaming, and more. Podcast segments throughout the week on YouTube at EX Does Entertainment. Check us out and social media. A word. I'm from Wakanda, and Wayne is at what? Hat trick Wizzy on Instagram. I mean on Twitter. On Instagram, I am Black the Why don't you change Prime, it to the other so one? I I was. I just keep forgetting to. Okay. You know I'm gonna do that right now. You dumb. Here we go. Hold up. First topic: Walking Dead season ten. I'm gonna let you know when it's done. No, Walking Dead season ten. <laughs> did you watch the first episode? I didn't. I yet. did not. I'm about to. I'm about to do it. Now apparently there was a sleep. like a teaser trailer in the by the end of it, I believe. That was about the new see the new show, the new Walking Dead show. Remember we talked about the one oh, that's being made. Oh yeah. Like they they don't have the, like they didn't name it or anything. It's just like hey, something else is coming from the world of Walking Dead, basically. So, huh? I want to watch the first episode. Is I. Are you caught up though? Here's the thing, I'm trying to decide if I want to get caught up. Yeah, you do. Should I just watch like this is what happened in season eight and nine? Or season, what season was Glenn getting his head bashed in? Was that eight? Oh. That was the that was the beginning. Oh, spoilers, by the way. You just had, you just had to bring that was back that, up. That was the beginning of eight, right? Or was that the beginning of seven? That was the beginning of... Hmm. I'm pretty sure that was eight. Eight, yeah. Okay, so I've seen eight. I've seen half of eight. Pashroom, I haven't seen. Pashroom. I haven't seen where after the tiger saved... Carl? So you don't know about the whispers. I've read the comic though, and I know about the whispers. Okay. And I saw the trailer, so I see Alpha, and I see the girl that's playing Alpha, and I'm like, ooh, she look like it looks Bro, she, just like the girl from the. Yeah, she just. Have they introduced Beta that. yet? The really like yeah. her bodyguard or the tall dude? Okay. Yeah. So now I know where they are. They're getting close to the end of the comic. Okay. They're getting close to the end. They could do maybe two to three more seats. Two. They shouldn't have to stretch Put it, it out. Two, please. two more seasons, and they should be done. Because the Whisperer War is like one of the last, one of if not the last thing in the comic, I believe. The Whisperer's War. The the Whisperer. So we gotta sit here with these dang whispers for two more seasons, bro. No, I, I say that as in like, like it's an all-out war. So I don't know where we are right now and how we get to that, but I do know that. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, I know that. Season, I, I'll probably just watch like an hour recap of season eight and, and then another one of nine because I don't want to, I just want to start from 10. We're okay. at the first episode, I might as well start from there, you know what I'm saying? All right, go ahead and watch a little recap. Yeah. Be a, so. little, be a little wuss. All right, anyway. DC Universe announces a bizarro world 
anthology series based upon the weirder areas of DC Comics, and it will be a mixed media presentation. What is mixed media? So let me explain that to you. So this this seems like it is DC's answer to Marvel's What If. Where the Marvel's like, all right, taking some of these the stories that you've seen in the movies and changing some aspects of them, mm-hmm. and then what happens when we change some things? What happens if Peggy is Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? What happens if uh, T'Challa is, or the yeah? What happens if T'Challa is, uh, oh gosh, Star Lord instead of Chris Pratt's character? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Stuff like that. This, this world, or the the Bizarro world, is based upon, like, a comic line of Bizarro. Bizarro is the flip, the reverse of Superman. Okay. Right? So, Lex Luthor tries to create, as he always does, tries to clone him or create Superman and have him be, like, subservient. Like, okay... I own a Superman, so you have to do everything I say. You have to kill people. You have to do bad things, whatever. And the clone that comes out is Bizarro, which he's like a backwards version of Superman to the point where like his S is backwards, like his color scheme is backwards. His, it's a, it's like a, it was DC's kind of like take on like Frankenstein monster. Yeah. Where like he, lo- he had that like that pale skin and he would like... <sighs> Mm-hmm. He breathed through his, it was like that, and but he was like knowledge wise, he was like a four year old, like why me? I'm no real Superman, like that type of thing. Yeah, and so Superman like saved him and sent him off to it. Like he was like, here, have your own world, and that's basically where this comes from. Bizarro world looks like it's gonna get into like the weird characters of DC, like just the out there characters, and mixed media presentation means that it's going to be. Some live action, some animation, some puppets, some... Like, they're going for, like, different things for different worlds or different locations in Uh. the show. To which I say, hmm, I feel you. So, like, they're like, oh, this this part or this person we're exploring today lives in a swamp. So we may do a lot of like puppetry with like swamps and alligators and stuff like that. Or this person lives on something like earth. So it's going to be live action. This person lives on something like Krypton. So it's going to be animated. Like the individual story for those episodes is going to be different. Give me some claymation. Ooh, I'd be down for that. I hope that's included in the mixed media, but this is, I'm intrigued. I like something like this though. This sound this is this is gonna help DC. This is gonna help them, especially whatever DC Universe. Like, I don't know if they're gonna it's still gonna stand alone or be with HBO Max or whatever. This is gonna help them. Moving on. Disney is banning Netflix commercials on their content. So let me explain. I'm about to say, can't you just not show Netflix? What do you what On do their you mean? ads. On their ads. So oh. what I mean is Disney will no, no longer be running ads for Netflix original movies and TV shows on networks like ABC, Freeform, and FX. Oh, right. That won't be the case. That, that won't be the case across the board. Variety sources. Disney will still allow Netflix commercials, like on ESPN, but uh, it's not. It's not just Netflix either. The the Mouse House Disney is reportedly informing other streaming 
platforms that it will no longer run ads for their exclusive content unless their relationship with Disney impacts the company's advertising, distribution, or program. Hmm. Right? So, Disney is basically going, you know what? We're going to bet on ourselves right now. Because the amount of money made from ads on streaming services is a kabillion dollars a year. Not a real number, but a lot. And Disney is saying, you know what? We don't need that money. You know what? We don't need you. We're going to say, you know what? The commercials and stuff that you see, if you get a commercial version of one of our services, is going to be 90% stuff that we own. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense for them. They don't want... The worst case scenario for them is someone to be watching a Lady in a Tramp movie on Disney Plus and see an ad for a new Stephen King movie on Netflix and then go, oh, well, I want to see that and stop that movie and then go to Netflix. Mm-hmm. They don't want that to happen. Whether that be Netflix, Amazon, Peacock, HBO Max, Shudder. Like, they don't want any of that to happen. So they're like, listen... You're in our house. These are our toys. Yeah. You cannot play with my Buzz Lightyear. That's basically what they're saying. These are my toys. These are my Power Rangers. You cannot touch them. Yeah. And so they said, unless it involves like advertising or programming or distribution, then nah, you you best go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, like you said, they're betting on themselves. They don't need nobody else. They're they're a strong, independent black woman. They don't need no man. I don't think I've ever heard anyone describe Disney <laughs> as a strong, independent black woman. It's the first time for everything, David. But yes, uh, I'm. I'm. That's gonna be interesting. I'm not like, oh yeah, duh. But I'm kind of like, like if obviously they're gonna clear money, like they're gonna earn a lot. But you like, that's a lot of money from yeah. these places. Like Netflix, like, hey, we'll give you a couple million. Just to run an ad, a thirty second ad for this, like the like the Irishman, like Netflix pl- Netflix paid <laughs> amount of money for their trailer to be aired during the Emmys on ABC because Disney owns ABC. So Netflix like we'll give you. <laughs> Disney was like, all right, sure, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll they, see. They expect to make that money back. That With they're expecting. people buying their, you know, but their countless services and whatever. Disney said, "Now nah, we finna, you not gonna get the chance, <laughs> stupid. I'm not gonna let you get the chance." Uh, next, next topic. We got more Hunger Games on the way, bro. Hey, Hunger Games was low key lit. Hung, not even low key, high key. Hunger Games is, is the jam, fam. Low key lit. A a high key lit. So, Squad be lit. Suzanne Collins, the writer behind Suzanne. the three Hunger Games books. Oh, Suzanne. Hunger Games books. The three Hunger, yeah, Hunger Games novels, I should say. They're books. <laughs> uh, is releasing a prequel. Oh. Entitled The Hunger Games, or the third one, The Hunger Games, Songbirds and Snakes. This prequel, it comes out May 19th, 2020. This prequel takes place 64 years before the first Hunger Game. Why? And starts off on the morning of the 10th Hunger Games. 
not the 74th. The first one was the 74th. Oh, oh, so it, it's taking place... In the past. Yeah, in the past. But, I th- okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on, like, same yeah. thing. Not the 74th, it's just going back, but this is the 10th yeah, annual. Okay. So it's still, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Dang, why you look like a little kid on Christmas? I'm so excited, because if you go back 64 years, that means you may see President Snow in the Hunger Games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may see the at least the older people yeah. that were in it. You may see, I don't know, President Snow, Plutarch, Heavensby, the guy who created or organized or organized mm-hmm. or orchestrated the games. I don't know if you'll see Haymitch because I don't think so. Sixty four years he ago, would, he wouldn't. How old was he in the movie? I don't think he was sixty something. I don't think Woody Harrelson portrayed him as sixty something years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may see Katniss's mother. Was she that old? At a young age. Wait, wait. No, I'm saying Katniss's mother, not Katniss. Yeah, no, Katniss no, no, was no. in her teens. Yeah, no, I know. But the mother was probably 50s. I have no. I actually have no clue, honestly. That's a good That's what question. I'm saying. I, don't, I don't know if she was... That's a good question. 64, the only thing I could think of is President Snow. Oh, yeah, you finna see Cause him. Because he, he was old. That man up there. You'll see him, but I don't think any... Like, Cinna... You won't see. No. That's before him. What about the guy who had the ho- the the TV host guy or whatever, the late night? Yeah, yeah. Host. I think that's before him. The uh, oh shoot, what was his name? Caesar Flickerman. That's his name, Flickerman. I think it's before him. He's not. You know what I'm saying? This is sixty something years into the past. Yeah. So this may be like, which at first I was like, well, why not do like? I would love if they did like the third one. Because at that point, other districts are like, wait, we're doing this every year? Mm-hmm. What y'all doing in District 1? Why do we need to do... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this this is interesting because if it's the 10th year, that means the, all the districts, all the districts, regardless if they like it or not, they've fallen into place and like, all right, I guess we got to do it. But maybe this is one that was like something happened at this one. They're like, all right, we got to change it forever so that... It's fixed, quote unquote, so that it's it, District Thirteen will never win. District Eight will never win. It'll only be people from District One and Two and yeah. Three. You know what I'm saying? I'm so interested in what they're gonna do. I ain't got no ideas. I'm I'm lost. I really like Hunger Games. Let me rephrase. Hunger Games One and Two were very good. See so you in like the Mockingjay ones. The Mockingjay book was really good to me. I know a lot of people did not like it because it was, much like the third movie, it was just straight chaos in the third book. It was just like, because it wasn't around a game. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, after the catching fire, after the second one, it was like, all right, we need to attack and take out the capital. And it was just like craziness was happening. Like there are parts in the book that I'm like, oh, why didn't you put that in the movie? Like they're running to attack, they're running down Main Street to attack the Capitol, and the Capitol sees it, and President Snow hits a button, and the street opens up, and there's like grinders underneath. And I was like, why wasn't that in the movie? Like, like the third book is crazy. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I would have much rather seen that. Exactly. Spoiler alert. Limbs flying. Spoiler alert. Her daughter, her daughter, her sister dies too. Prim, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they did it the right way, same way in the book. It was just like it was just crazy because it was like, oh, they're dropping supplies, and Prim reaches out to touch one, and it's just a bomb, and she explodes. It's like stuff like that. Like the third book was just like. Suzanne was like, I'm out here drinking. Y'all gonna die. That's basically, that's basically what she did. She was like, how about these characters? I've been Death. drinking. I've, I've been, been drinking. drinking. <laughs> and so I, I can I can see why a lot of people are just like, all right, structure. It makes sense, number one. It makes sense, number two. What am I reading? What is happening? So, mm-hmm. But me, I just like the chaos. I like ordered chaos like that. But ordered chaos is good chaos. Yeah, for this to be a prequel, <laughs> songbirds and snakes. No idea what it's about. Literally no clue. Snakes getting capped by some songbirds, cuz. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, maybe we'll see. It's the President Snow's first year as leader in the Capitol or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then you trying to say he old old? Bro, yes. <laughs> How old was he being like in the movie? I mean, here's the thing. I'm going off the actor that portrayed him. That's the only thing. It was Don Sutherland. And he's like 69, 70-something in the movie. So, you, Oh, okay. As so, the, the actor's real age. Oh. I don't know how... What I don't know... That's what I'm trying to say. What, what I don't remember how the old the characters like, were in the in the book. So I don't know. Because for him to so be taking hush. over stuff at, at Hunger Games 10, he got to be at least, what, 20-something maybe? Hush. Um... Just talk, just speaking facts. Next, Kamala Khan is going to be in the upcoming Avengers game, and Biggin, gang gang. Moving and, on, and Biggin. That's the joke that she says, and Biggin, and then she'll like get the giant fist and toss him right through a building, gang gang. Okay, I thought you were just. No, she I says and Biggin because it's like because she's Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she like put two words together, and a Muslim word? Get big and, and and she made this like I'm gonna say I'm gonna use and biggin or something like that. It's cool. Okay. Here's here's the last interesting topic of the day. AMC has ordered the show entitled Kevin Can F Himself two series. This show is created by Rashida Jones, who is a Karen a Filipelli. Yes, Filipelli. from the Office. She's done other stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of people know her as Karen a Filipelli. But smart. She's a very good writer. Like she she wrote a a lot of stuff on the office or a lot. She wrote good things on the office. Mm-hmm. She wrote Angie Tribeca, the TV show, was on that TV show. She's a good writer. Okay. She's writing this show. This show is basically gonna deal with the f- concept of fridging in TV. So this according to TV Line, the series will probe the secret life of a sitcom wife. Looking to break convention, the narrative is described as an exploration of the world through the eyes of a character that has traditionally remained secondary. In order to achieve this, the show will alternate between single-camera realism and multi-camera comedy, like Office and other shows. Mm-hmm. The two formats, are meant, two formats are meant to inform one another as the show imagines what happens when the sitcom wife escapes her confines and expresses her rage. So, this show seems to be taking on the concept of fridging. If you don't know what fridging is, ladies and gentlemen, it's like when people you open are listening. the fridge and you don't know what you want, so you close the fridge. Close. Fridging is a concept that happens in movies, especially quite often, movies and TV shows, and it's it's the it's the concept of 
this woman character, I don't know really what to do with her, so we're going to introduce her and then stick her in the fridge for a couple episodes. You won't see her. And then bring her back out. And it's like, oh, there's that character. And then maybe we'll kill off her character or something. Or oh. it's the idea that this character only exists to be killed in the beginning of the movie to be used as a motivation for the main character. That's fridging. That's like introducing. Oh. So here's an example. A lot of people didn't like it with Deadpool 2. Because Deadpool 2, they fridged their relationship. Oh, here's the girlfriend. And she died and she's gone for the entire rest of the movie. Oh, we'll bring her back out in the dream. Si- oh, no, she's gone. You get what I'm saying? Oh. It's that concept of, well, people really want to see this character, but we need we need that character to have motivation. We need him to do something. So maybe he'll meet a woman and then they'll do something and then we'll take the woman away and then he goes on another adventure. Or maybe, maybe his mom dies. And so then you'll see the mom on screen and then it's like, and fridge. And it'll continue on something else. Okay. And so it seems like this I'm show here. is looking at that concept and saying like, um, no, I'm a person <laughs> who actually wants to say something. Kevin can f- and wait. <laughs> That's basically what what is what Kevin is saying. And so I'm really interested to see how they're going to do this. That sounds interesting. It's very interesting. And Karen Filippelli. It started is very, very good. It started basically as like uh it started it started in comics. Here's the thing. Uh it started in comics uh to like it's used as like a plot device uh to move the male's character story arc forward. And but it's to the female's like demise. So uh where it came from or where it kind of came from was that uh in a comic event a superhero character i think it was one of the green lanterns uh his girlfriend was introduced and then the the one of the bad guys found out that it was his girl that it was green lantern's girlfriend and he like killed the girlfriend and stuck her in the fridge so like the green lantern came back and he was like like he, the bad guy left a note. I left you something in the fridge, and he goes, "Oh no, my wife!" And it was like, so what was the point of you intro? Like a lot of people, a lot of females who were reading comics at the time were like, "What's the point of you introducing her in the comics if you're going to kill her and put her in the fridge? Mm-hmm. What's the point of that?" That's that's what's coming to AMC, which is going to be interesting. The AMC is going to do that. No, like, I, I, might, I might I might watch that. Yeah, bro. Because it's Karen Afilippelli. Afilippelli. Yeah, so like Deadpool 2, in the beginning opening credits, um, like d- uh, Vanessa, the girlfriend, is shot by like a straight bullet. Mm-hmm. And then he only sees her in dreams. Yeah. And then he leaves the dream. So it was like, what's the if, if you're going to do that, why did she even need to be in the movie? You can come up with a different motivation for the character to like actually try than oh they killed my wife. I think, and this is kind of like kind of like to play the devil's advocate, but then not really because yeah I understand what fridging is now. Yeah, probably shouldn't be doing that no more. But um, I think they do that kind of stuff to even get the viewer invested in that new character 
and then snatch them away. So you feel that pain or you feel a little bit of pain or a slight little like sliver of pain compared to what the person in the actual movie is feeling. So like Deadpool, they introduced the girlfriend, right? Yeah. You know, she got shot by a stray bullet. She dies. Me, I know when I was watching that movie, whenever she died, because I wasn't expecting it. I'm like, I kind of was expecting it, but then I wasn't really expecting it. And I was like, oh, God dang, bro. Like, she she got capped. And so for the rest of the movie, when he was doing stuff for her or whatever, I understood where he was coming from. And I could feel that. I could feel the weight of his decisions more. Even though it's Deadpool and it's really lighthearted and funny. Mm-hmm. I could feel the weight of his decisions more because I knew what happened to his girlfriend or wife or whoever she was. Significant other. Yeah. And so I sometimes I'm like, when it's done right... It can really kind of tug at your heartstrings just a little bit because you get invested in that character and you think they're gonna be there, and then they're taken away, and then taken away. Only, not only are you <clears throat> like feeling some type of way, but you know that person in the movie who they're portraying is definitely feeling some type of way, and so for the rest of the movie, you kind of get to understand that character a little bit more, and and figure out why they do what they do. Because for, for a while, you know, Deadpool is just Deadpool, you know? He just ran around, couldn't die, running around, all you know, being funny, sarcastic. The only problem killing. is you can do that with a father figure, though. You know what I'm saying? So you, are you just saying well, they the, don't have to the do concept, with women? No, that's, a, that's the whole thing. The concept of fridging is about women. Oh, I thought it was just any No, no, any no, no, no. It's period. about women specifically. Oh, yeah. Stop doing that. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, in 99, 1999, Gail Simone, who's great female comic book writer, creator of Ms. Marvel, in 1999, she literally had was, like, fed up with it. And so she came out. She was like, hey, this is wrong. This needs to stop. And she called it fridging because, of, like I said, that, that character was stuck in the fridge. And there was a list of, like, 50-something women the, from, from January to December of last year. From different characters in different characters' books. Batman, Superman, Teen Titans, Justice League, Wonder, whatever. That it's like, th- this one woman's purpose is to move somebody else's plot device forward. That's not cool. That one woman's purpose was to come in, Hi, I'm so-and-so. Hey, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Two issues later. Oh, she was hit by a drunk driver. Now the hero hates drunk driving. Back up. So you did all that mm-hmm. just so the hero be upset at drunk drivers when you could have done that with any other situation that didn't need to involve a woman. Okay, see, now I'm here. You get what you I'm saying? You brought me back to Earth. That's what, fr- you brought me back to, that's what the fridging concept, it's focused on women and how women are used. That's why... I thought it was just characters. No, no, no. That's why a lot of people, if if you talk to people who understand that, uh, understand that concept, Deadpool 2 has been one of the biggest one in recent years. Because of how big... Because of the stage that Deadpool 2 has and how big it is, Mm -hmm. that they... Like, the girl was in the movie a lot in the first one. And we get it if you're going to kill her. I, I get it as part of the story. But the fact that they... Showed her dying in the beginning, and then literally we're like, and we're moving on. Oh, come back to the girl. He needs motivation. Moving on. Come back to the girl. You can be a good guy. Moving on. They would only use her at for his conscience. It'd be like, 
Oh, I can't do it. Oh, yes, I can, because my dead wife said I could. All right, moving on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why a lot of people are like, mm, that's not cool. That's not okay. Yeah. It's 2019, bro. That's sexist. I see what you did there. So, Wayne, sign off for today. Signing off for this awesome episode of Entertainment Exchange. It's your boy, Wayne. The hat trick, Wizzy Webb. That's David Johnson. We love y'all. Keep supporting your boys. Keep rocking with us. Uh, buy our merch. All that good stuff. If you want to know where our merch is, just go to our Twitter pages. I mean, I put mine. I pinned that tweet. So you go to my Twitter page. At I pinned that. It's, it's my pinned tweet. Go ahead and click that link. Get you some merch. Just give me some money, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, love God, love people. Goodbye. <laughs>